Hey everyone, it's Wavy Our Podcast. I'm your host, Blaine. The sleeping bag stories are at the end. Third segment, it's where you want to be. Everything else, just, yeah, same old. No Moscow murder update just yet. Not, not yet. Soon, though. Soon. Hey everyone, it's the Blink Vera podcast for Saturday, December 17th, 20 and 22. I've got some news for you. Let's get started. I'm your host, Blink. U.S. company to send team to look into Ber- Berlin aquarium rupture. Berlin AP, a U.S. company that helped build a, a huge aquarium in Berlin, says it is sending a team to investigate the rupture of the tank, which sent a wave of debris, water, and tropical fish crashing through the hotel lobby. It was located in and onto the street outside. Reynolds Polymer Technology, which says it manufactured and installed the cylinder component of the Aquadom tank 20 years ago, said in an emailed statement that at this point, it is too early to determine the factor or factors that would produce such a failure. Close quote. Police have said they found no evidence of a malicious act, but the cause of the spectacular collapse shortly before 6 a.m. on Friday, in which two people were slightly injured, remains unclear. Berlin's top security official, Iris Spranger, told German news agency DPA on Friday that, first, that quote, first indications point to material fatigue. Officials said on Friday evening that the hotel building itself was assessed to be safe. The local government said that nearly all of the 1,500 fish that were inside at the time of the rupture died, but, quote, a few fish at the bottom of the tank, end quote, were saved. About 400 to 500 mostly small fish from a separate set of aquariums housed under the hotel lobby were evacuated to other tanks in a neighboring aquarium that was unaffected. The Aquadome Aquarium opened in December 2003 and was modernized in 2020. Grand Junction, Colorado-based Reynolds Polymer, which says on its website that 41 of its acrylic panels were used in building the tank cylinder, said it, quote, offers its sincere concern to the hotel guests and workers who were affected and to those were injured it said that we are also deeply saddened by the animals and aquatic life lost well you got to build your aquariums better my friend my friends melbourne soccer match abandoned after goalkeeper attacked oh that's nice oh that's nice melbourne soccer match abandoned after goalkeeper attacked melbourne australia ap an a-league soccer match between rivals melbourne city and melbourne victory was abandoned Saturday after fans invaded the field and attacked city goalkeeper Tom Glover. Just like he's 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 protecting the goal too much. The goalie is too do you guys call him goalie? It's a soccer match. We call it soccer here. Video on social media shows a fan throwing a metal bucket with a white substance at Glover, who was taken off the field dazed and bleeding. Oh. So they got him? Team officials said he had sustained a possible concussion. Oh my but there was no immediate word on his condition. Uh, shows a fan throwing a metal bucket with a white substance. How? A metal bucket. It's like, I'm going to freaking get this guy. You start like kind of swinging the bucket back and forth. Like, okay, here I go. I'm going to release it. Here we go. Here we go. And then just freaking nail him. It's like, ding. Coley falls over. It's like, oh no, what have I done? I killed the goalie. Goalkeeper? Do you guys call him goalie or goalkeeper? European, Sweden, Sweden. Do you guys call him a goalie or a goalkeeper? Is you guys call it football too? Get out of here, Sweden. Go back. Get in the corner. Put this hat on and go in the corner. Everyone, look at Sweden. Everyone, look at Sweden as they get into the corner. Put the hat on, Sweden. Get into the corner. Match referee Alec. Get into the corner, Sweden. Now, match referee Alex King was also injured, sustaining a head cut in the same incident. Get the referee and get the goalie. Get the goalkeeper. I don't know what they call them in Sweden anymore. Fans from the Melbourne Victory area of the stadium rushed the pitch just after the 20-minute mark of the game at AAMI Stadium. City led 1-0 when the match was stopped. Following shocking scenes during the first half of the A-League men's match between Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City, where fans from the Melbourne Victory FC entered the field of play... All I have to say is when you create a continent full of outlaws and um, prison felons like they did with Australia, you're going to have a bunch of problems later on. It's bred and 
No, it's not. I don't know, man. I'm just kidding when I say stuff like that. (laughs) 5.4 quake jolts West Texas, one of the state's strongest ever. Midland, Texas, AP, one of the strongest earthquakes in Texas history. Struck Friday evening in the western region of the state. That's home to oil and fracking activity. It's a shocker. Freaking surprise there. There were no immediate reports of damage or injuries. The U.S. Geological Survey said the Tembler? Tembler? The hell? T-E-M-B-L-O-R. T-E-M-B-L-O-R. Tembler. Can you give it to me in a sentence, please? Tembler. The U.S. Geological Survey said the Tembler had a magnitude of 5.4 and struck at 5.35 p.m. Local time. Can you give me the definition? That I don't know. Tembler. T-E-M-B-L-O-R. A earthquake. Tembler. Yeah. It was centered about 14 miles or 22 kilometers. Freaking Sweden. Get back in the corner. Don't even look over here. Everyone look at Sweden and tell them not to look at you. Don't everyone make eye contact with Sweden if they look over away from the corner. Put this hat on again. Don't take your hat off, Sweden. Get in the corner and don't freaking look at us, the rest of the class. It was centered about 22 kilometers or 14 miles north northwest of Midland with a depth of about 5.6 miles, 9 kilometers, Sweden. Get back in the corner. Don't move. Get in the corner. I'm... Sweden? The agency had previously issued a pre- preliminary magnitude of 5.3 before updating it. In the interim, the National Weather Service's office in Midland tweeted that it would, quote, it would be the, the fourth strongest earthquake... Sweden? You're distracting me. Stop. You're... Sweden, that's your fault that I can't read anything. There's the strongest magnitude earthquake in... The agency... The National Weather Service's office in Midland tweeted that it would, quote, would... That it, quote, would be the fourth strongest earthquake in Texas state history. Why was that so hard for me? Exclamation point. Geophysicist Jenna Persley at the USGS's National Earthquake Information Center in Colorado said that according to early reports received by the agency, the quake was felt by more than 1,500 people over large distance. Amarillo, Amarillo, Armadillo, Texas. Armadillos can spread leprosy, I think. I think they can. I love armadillos. I think armadillos... Well, I don't have a pet armadillo, but I wish I did. I want an armadillo. But they can spread spread diseases and stuff. They're cute little animals. They have big claws, though. They're cute little animals. California man avoids prison after 2021 attack on Tortois. What's Tortois? Does anyone... Hold on, let me read that headline again. California man avoids prison attack... Excuse me, correction. California man avoids prison after 2021 attack on Tortois. What's that? What's that sound guy? What was that again? It's tortoise. Tortoise? Oh, not Tortois? California man avoids prison after 2021 attack on tor- tortoise. How much time we got? I'm trying to read it. San Jose, California, AP, a Northern California man avoided prison time Friday after he drunkenly trespassed at a preschool last year and attacked a pet tortoise named Michelangelo. The San Jose Mercury News reported the 42-year-old man was also linked to other break-ins at the East San Jose school and stole thousands of dollars of items in the days before and after the attack on Michelangelo a decades-old African sulcata in January 2021. The school's owner discovered Michelangelo bleeding... Oh, gosh, I knew I was going to have freaking problems reading this one. The school's owner discovered Michelangelo bleeding last year after the attack, impaled in the shell with six-inch shards from a wooden garden gate... Idiot. The man also... The man had also shoved a rake handle between the animal's head... Okay, I can't read it. <clears throat> I would. Fr- the man is now also banned from having any animals for 10 years. His client's behavior against the tortoise was a result of ex- excessive intoxication rather than animal cruelty. Did not return the newspaper's request. No, the, the, the preschool shouldn't have to return anyone's request for comment. No one should have even have to comment on that. I'm, I'm mad that I even had to freaking read it. Like, oh, I'm going to get this turtle. Like, you idiot, the tor- tor- tortoise. Like, you idiot, man. Why would you even... Ah, Look, I've done a lot of stupid stuff in my life over the course of... 
I'm an old man. I've been around the block a few times. I've done so many stupid things. I was sleeping back homeless just, what, last month <laughs> for 25 days. So, like, yeah, hey, guilty, all right? I do dumb stuff all the time. However, I'm that's pretty freaking brave. I'm kind of proud that I survived 25 days sleeping back homeless. Coming in a second. Coming in hot. Wait, that first segment, I'm not sure if it recorded right. You know, I, I just... I can't get it right half the time. I got Sharon Stone over here breathing down my neck all the time. In that first segment, I'm not sure if it recorded. Let's keep reading, you guys. Let's keep reading the news. And no, I don't have anything on the Moscow murders just yet today. That might come later. There's a couple other things I want to talk about in this segment if I can get through the news first. If you'll permit me a minute of your time. Pentagon has received several hundreds of new UFO reports. Washington AP, a a new Pentagon office set up to track reports of unidentified flying objects, has received several hundreds of new reports, but no evidence so far of alien life, the agency's leadership told reporters Friday. The All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, A-A-R-O, that's for real, the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, just call it the UFO place, UFO government freaking domain. The All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, A-A-R-O, was set up in July and is responsible for not only tracking unidentified objects in the sky, but also underwater or in space, or potentially an object that has the ability to move from one domain to the next. Are you talking about um, teleportation? Or potentially an object that has the ability to move from one domain to the next? Are you referring to teleportation? The office was established following more than a year of attention on unidentified flying objects that military pilots have observed but have sometimes been reluctant to report due to fear of stigma. Good, thanks, government. Thanks for the game of the good work. In June 2021, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence reported that between 2004 and 2020, there were 144 such encounters. I'm done reading. I can't do it. We've had lots more reporting. I can't read stuff. An updated report from the Na- Director of National Intelligence that will provide specific figures on new reports received since 20 20- is expected by the end of the year. The office was set up not only to examine the question of whether there's extraterrestrial life, but also because of the security risks posed by many encounters with unknown flying objects by military installations or military aircraft. This May, Congress held its first hearing in more than half a century on the topic, with multiple members expressing concern that whether or not the objects are alien or potentially new... Unknown technology being flown by China, Russia, or another potential adversary. The unknown creates a security risk. Yeah, we already know that. We already know that. The office is also working on ways to improve its ability to identify unknown objects. Yeah, I bet they are. I just don't want to get the stig. Don't stigmatize it, though. Well, we, we can identify it. We got the technology. Don't, well, don't, don't tell the public. I don't want to stigmatize this shit. They all right. How long should we keep it from them? Uh, just until we normalize. someone else normalizes it first. Until it's too late. Don't stigmatize it until it's too late, okay? Beyond unidentified, we are setting up very clear mechanisms with the Department of Defense. Okay, hold on a minute. And that first segment, I don't think it recorded right, so we're already off to a fantastic start. More questions than answers as EU corruption scandal unfolds. Brussels, AP, no one answers the door or the phone at the offices of the two campaign groups linked to a cash-for-favors corruption scandal at the European Union's parliament, allegedly involving Qatar. No light is invisible inside. It's not, um, well, incandescent. (laughs) There's no incandescence inside. No peace without justice, NPWJ, a pro-human rights... Peace. No peace. Release. Is this glass bulletproof? No, sir. Shoot the alien and make it sound like a squealing cat. Independence Day. Go watch it. Go watch that scene. What was I talking about again? Before I was rudely interrupted. No peace without justice, a pro-human rights and democracy organization and fight impunity, which seeks to bring rights abusers to book, share the same address on prime real estate in the governmental quarter. The lawyer for fight impunity, President Pierre Antonio Penzeri, is not talking. He declined the comment about his client's role in, a, in an affair that has shaken the European Parliament. 
Qatar-related files, the lawyer for charged along with them are Eva Colley, who was removed as a EU Parliament vice president after the charges were laid, and her partner Francisco Giorgi, a parliamentary assistant. Pictures they've posted on social media project the image of an attractive, ambitious Mediterranean jet-set couple. Following months of investigations, police have so far launched more than 20 raids, mostly in Belgium, but also in hundreds of thousands of euros have been found in Brussels, an apartment and in a suitcase at a hotel not far from hundreds of thousands of euros. Man, wish I, yeah, wish I knew what that was like. I did it all for the money, which I needed, Georgie told prosecutors, according to La Republica. He tried to protect his partner, Kaylee, a 44-year-old Greek former TV presenter with whom he has an infant daughter, asking that she be released from jail. Kaylee's lawyer has said she knew nothing about the money. Georgie arrived in Belgium in 2009. He made a career at the parliament, center-left, socialists and Democrats, S&D group. S&D? <laughs> See, I see your way to my D. Uh, yeah. Who wants to, anyone want to S&D? S&D? What are you doing, S&D? See your way to my D. The source in Milan, who spoke on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to comment publicly, said Italian investigators were looking at other people but declined to identify them. Something, something, no light shines at this office, etc., etc. No incandescence. Cheese. I don't know, sometimes, yeah, I know. I get a little carried away. So we'll get to it in the third segment if I can finish up this, these headlines, please. California police captain dead after arrest and husband slaying. Yikes. Louisville, Kentucky, the body of a California Highway Patrol captain was found just days after a man was arrested in the shooting death of her husband in Kentucky. Investigator Julie V. Harding, a commander with the Highway Patrol, was found dead Saturday at a home in Salina, Tennessee, according to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. statement from TBI did not say how she died, but authorities believe no foul play was with police no foul play. Police have not said whether there's a connection between Julie Harden's death and the fatal shooting of her husband, who was living in Salina and went missing. Wow. In September. Was found in September 26th. Michael Harding's body was found September 26th in a home in Burksville, Kentucky, near the Tennessee line. Michael Harding had been shot to death, according. Missing by state troopers in Kentucky, along with FBI in Tennessee, led to the arrest of six-year-old Thomas O'Donnell of Napa, California. On December 8th, O'Donnell was charged with murder in Michael Harding. Hmm. Julie Harding was arrested for trespassing at a home intended two days before her body was found. What? According to the California Highway Patrol said in a statement that Harding was on leave at the time of her death. She has worked at the department since... Huh. Nope. She was jailed and released. The California said in a statement... She worked. She has worked at the department since 99 and had been commander of the Yuba-Sutter area since 2018 and is being performed... Yeah. Well, I don't know anything about... Yeah, that's terrible. Well, that's all the news I have for you today. And no, the, the murders, I don't... The mos- Believe it or not, this this podcast does take a little bit of effort at times. Yeah. Those Moscow murders are not easy for me to talk about. The same way that the Tortois was not easy for me to talk about. Idiot. Um, what a freaking idiot. He's 42 years old, too. And he's like, I'm going to get all drunk and just start going to preschool and steal stuff and kill this turtle. This tortoise. I'm going to get all messed up and go to this preschool and just start messing more stuff up. I'm 40 years old, but I don't care. Let's start stealing stuff. Let's kill things. Da-da-da. Look, I love beer just as much as the next guy. I get wrecked, too. I was wrecked last night. Shit. But I'm not doing that dumb shit. And I don't know, man. I think other countries would just probably put you to put you, put you down. And I... Look, I'm pretty pretty lenient when it comes to being drunk and the things that you say when you're drunk i'm pretty lenient i'm pretty open-minded the things that you say when you're drunk um things that you do when you're drunk sure but that's still not an excuse i mean it is to a degree but there's at some point it's like well you messed up here so we're gonna you're, we're gonna have to put you down like it's like but i was just drunk i got all drunk and it's like well you shouldn't have got that drunk which I know I'm one to talk, but let's not get that drunk. So now put your hands behind your back. We're gonna put, we're gonna push you off this cliff into this freezing cold river down below. Good luck. You know, in handcuffs, you gotta drown.
That's how we should start. And hey, if, the, if you survive, shit. You know, that's part of it too. It's like it's like the death penalty, but it's not. There's a chance you could win. Very small chance. Just kick him off the side of a freaking dam. The Hoover Dam. That's a scary... Have you guys looked at the... Like, just the thing about, like, sheer cliffs and walls where you can't get your fingers or footing. And we're coming up to the third segment now. Good. Man. Okay, so now I don't have to read anything. Now I can relax a little bit. Let's open one of these cold cans of beer. Oh. So a few housekeeping issues. Housekeeping issues. I've had two cups of coffee already this morning. I'm not hungover from yesterday. I should be, but I'm not. I wasn't that drunk, to be honest. Yesterday, uh, eh, ah, no, I get drunk, I get messed up, I get, I get sloppy, but I wasn't that sloppy, I just, all right, well, I went to, I went to True Bliss, yeah, I did, and I got some of those infused mini ones, which I don't like, I made an entire episode last night, and I was so, I was kind of sloppy, I was pretty, I was, I was smoking that shit, and, um, it, it cost me like 22 bucks for these little things, for three of them, it wasn't buy one, get one free. It was just like, well, you got these. I'll get you three of these for 22 Well, I said I only have $20. And the girl's like, well, this is $24. And I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. But um, I only have $20. And she's like, okay, let me see what I can do for you. And look, I don't like blonde chicks typically or like you ordinarily. But she was pretty, man. And I even tried to do... Okay. Yeah, enough about the news. This is my personal life. Listen up, everyone. Sweden, stay in the corner and don't move. Everyone keep staring at Sweden. And don't blink. Everyone stare at Sweden and just try not to blink. And don't say anything at them either. Sweden, look in the corner and wear the hat. Put the hat on straight. Freaking dunce hat. Dunce cap. Kilometers. Freaking Sweden, man. Keep staring at Sweden, everyone. Sweden, don't move. So, like, I'm not... I'm not really into like retail sales or being pushy or anything. I know how to sell. I know how to talk to people to a degree. I'm not from the South. I'm jealous of people that are from the South because they, in fact, can just talk to anybody about anything for any length of time. It's, it's pretty amazing, actually. Something else. Hey, babe, that's something else, isn't it? Let me just open this can of beer, if you don't mind. Um, oh, ooh, oh, oh, no. These are cold, man. These are like Salt Lake beer. No, when I was sleeping back homeless... What I would do is I'd put everything in my backpack and then all the beer in my... I'd have like a 30-pack sometimes in my backpack. There's like underwear and clean towel. I had a clean towel in my backpack. I never used it anyway. This reminds me when it's cold like this, like it's Salt Lake. Brings, feels good to be home. Oh, no, 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 no. Sweden, do not move. Do not move. Stay in the corner. So what ended up happening is I go into True Bliss. I'm mining my own freaking beeswax. Like I always do. It's kind of crowded. Not like last week, though. And I walk in with 20 bucks. And I was like, hey, I need to get some weed for $20. Can you help me out? I got Joey and the gift cards and went back to the steakhouse and Red Lobster and took the money off the table on my birthday. And I sang happy birthday and Joey's a cook, but we got arrested because the cops showed up when I took the money. Can you get me a pack of cigarettes? All with one. Yeah, so I go in the back. The cute cute girl like flat out and i said i got 20 bucks what can you do for me here she's like this is 24 dollars. i was like no i've got 21 dollars. i pulled out an extra dollar out of my back pocket along with my freaking passport i go around i don't need id driver's license just give me my freaking passport it's federally recognized give me my passports federal id i just use it that way it's not expired yet. Freaking Salt Lake City, Utah license was expired. I can't use that ID. Uh, this is expired. We can't, we can't sell you beer, old man, because your ID's expired. I was like, that's my birthday. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll bust us sometimes with your expired ID. You need to get a new one. It's like, I'm homeless. What, am I going to have a mail an ID to like, <laughs> mail the ID to freaking Liberty Park? Okay. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me get a new ID. Let me work on that. Like, idiots. I lost my ID probably why i freaking got targeted in the first place my id my address all that shit probably is how i got targeted it's bullshit anyway lost my id lost my credit card or my debit cards and stuff back in what november it was bullshit man anyway so i'm at true bliss and i'm like look i got 20 bucks what can you do for me this is 24 dollars no 
Okay, here's $21. What can you do for me? Let me see what I can do for you. Um, do you got $24? And I was like, I've got, I pull up, go in my, like, the little pocket on my girl pants, my girl jeans. No, I wear women's clothing all the time. I do. They fit better than Kai's clothing. Well, you have to have a, a girlish female figure, too. Slender figure. Or not. Or not. So I go into my little pocket there. Start digging around, dicking around. Sweden, don't move. Everyone keeps staring at Sweden. And then I pull out some four quarters. And I was like, yeah, I've got $22. Like, all right, all right. Like, yeah, you've got every single bit of money out of my pockets right now. I don't have $24. I've got $22. And she's like, all right, I'll do $22. And she gives me three of these like little mini infused... Well, this is like caviar mics, but these are not caviar mics. Let me, what, did I, what did I even get last night? Let's take a look at that. Sweden Don't Move. It just says Lil something on it, and uh, it's called a Wrongberry? Trongberry? Tronberry? What the hell is this? Oh, this is caviar mics, isn't it? Is this? Cavi, caviar Gold? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is caviar mics. This is caviar gold. Um... It's called Strongberry, and it's power. It's super weed powered by Cavi Mike. It says it's a hybrid, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm into." She, she didn't listen to anything I said. She didn't care. I don't like girls with her style. I'll just say that. Like that's up to me, right? I can decide who I think is attractive, right? Am I making sense here? Can it, can we all raise our hands, please? Am I making sense here, you guys? Now look, Cavi Mike. Wait, I can decide who I'm attracted to. I can. I can do that. I think that's fair. So I'm not really attracted to her. She's pretty. She's cute. Lots of other guys would probably be attracted to her. She had really nice nails, too. They looked really good. Her nails did. But I wasn't in love like I was at the grocery store. By the way, which I, I can add some info on that, too, which I didn't. I know I didn't. I, need you guys, I know you guys are need to be updated on that situation because I walked to the store the other day and went to try to look for her, and she was there, but I didn't say anything to her. I was too scared. I wasn't drunk enough. She was there. She was, in fact, there. cup of coffee i think i'm like yeah here's 22 dollars. this is all i have she's like yeah i'll get you i'll get you this cavi mike strong berry but dude last night well and so yeah i'm not into that type of retail highway robbery but i shit i probably should start smoking one right now should i come back or should i record it well i'll come back hang on a sec let's do that no, I can't do it in the vocal booth. We'll damage all the electronics and microphones, all the expensive equipment. The smoke will damage it. We have to go outside. Come on. Okay, I'm not... I haven't started yet. Oh, look at all these goodies. Conditions. We got that. So, mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, time to leave. It says it's 43% THC. I mean, come on. Was it made in the USA? Was it? I can't even open this thing. Is it? Come on. Come on. Come bling. Come. Yeah, talk about childproof. It hurts my hands. I, I'm gonna start crying. I'm going to start crying. It's a small, tiny. It's a teeny tiny. Thanks for like one half, one tenth of a gram. I'm crying out loud. Anyway, anyway. And smoke it in the vocal booth. No, so we have to come out here. Damage the sensitive. We're gonna damage the sensitive equipment. Now get over here. Here in the real world. Here on planet Earth. You know, I once, I, I guess I kind of dated a girl who, um, I don't know, man. She never saw a PG-13 movie in her life, I think. So I'll get it lit. Last night's episode, there's a bonus episode out there too, but um, it was a little bit too wild, so I didn't publish it. It was a little, can we get this lit, please? Lit, please. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, can we get this? All right, I think this is lit now. Hella, hella lit now. It's cold enough out here to where if you just blow out, it looks like you're blowing smoke anyways. Well, last night, I was pretty wrecked, man. These infused ones actually do mess you up pretty good. Oh, no, bling, bling, no, bling, no. Hey, buddy, time to leave. I was doing some of those recording techniques that I do. Well, anyway, last night's episode, it's going to be a bonus episode. I'm thinking of publishing it tomorrow for Sunday. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I wanted to talk about True Bliss, I think, a little bit more. Well, it's like, here's all the money that I have. Give me three of those things. 
um, you know, thanks for taking all of my money. But at the same time, it's not like it was just gone. You know, you get something for it. What's that noise? What's going on over there? Are the goats breaking out or are those the chickens trying to mass together, you know, get to... They're trying to combine their strength. The chickens are. And they get loose, man. They could probably do some damage. They, so they, they're not sharp claws, but by any means. But I've seen, you know, I've seen some of the holes that these chickens will dig, man. And they'll dig them, man. They'll dig those holes. Um, so they have claws and their feet are strong enough to dig holes in the ground. And this is in Arizona too. So the dirt's like dry and hard. The, t the chickens can dig into the ground. Yes, they can. There's that berry flavor. There's that berry taste. Well, I told her I liked sativa, and I do, but, uh, you know, if it's a hybrid, then, you know, I like a sativa, I like an indica, I like, I like them both pretty equally. All right, we're going back, I can't, I put it out, I had to put it out. I don't have what it, ta what it takes, I don't, oh no, the coffee's gone cold. So the farmer went, um, yeah, the farmer went to Filiberto's, believe it or not. And he's coming back. He's gonna have that egg and cheese burrito. And look, I'm, I don't know why I'm not hungry yet, but I hope I get hungry because that egg and cheese burrito is something from Filiberto's. As a vegetarian who eats eggs, that, that's something else. That's really something else, Filiberto. It's a, just a, it's an excellent, it's a meal. It's a, it's a soup that eats like a meal. New England clam chowder. From Camel's Chunky Soup. It's a soup that eats like a meal. But, yeah, you can tell I'm kind of messed up now, right? Those little... Cavi Mike. Let me tell you something about Cavi Mike. I don't know. It's powered by Cavi Mike. I think it's good, man. They're infused with oils. I, it's good stuff. It's Saturday, so get off my back. And I did the news already in the first couple segments. Everyone else listening right now is just along for the ride. Well, everyone else listening right now is just along for the ride, just like I was. We went to Red Lobster in the steakhouse, and then we went to Danny's place, but then we went back to Red Lobster, and I had a gift card, and then we traded ch exchange them for a gift card for money, but we couldn't do it. And so when I told them it was my birthday, we got that's when Joey snuck out, and then the co they called the cops, but they still gave me all of us free dessert. But then Joey got busted, and Danny's the cook there. So we had to go back to the steakhouse, but then we had couldn't. We got a flat tire, and then cops showed up again. So we went to the theaters, and, and that's where we are right now. Can you pick me up a pack of cigarettes? It's weird. It's like one problem after the next. But hey, you take you got gift cards. Take the money off the table. Yeah, you get caught. Well, Joey gets busted, and you sneak in. Yeah, dip out. And then go to the theaters. Get a freaking flat tire. Shit, you know it happens, dude. That kind of shit happens, like. If I had a nickel for every time that happened to me, I was like, I don't, let's take the money. I got gift cards. And then just act all dumb and stuff. You keep the money. They get busted. Like, how many times? Everyone knows that's happened to you before. That's happened to you. You know it. Don't try and... Okay. Yeah, I'm sure it's never happened to you before. Yeah. Okay. All right. I believe you. It's happened to everybody. How could it not? How could you avoid something like that? It's going to happen. Take the money off the table. You got gift cards. Let's go. Well, Joey and Danny will get busted. Let's take let's take Danny's truck. Joey, Joey's Joey's van got a flat tire, but they're the cook anyways. So come on, you know the good. Tell them it's your birthday. Let's all, we'll all agree it's your birthday. That's why we're here. Tell them it's your birthday. Try and get us all. Try and get us all dessert. Tell them it's your birthday. It's my birthday today. Can we all get dessert? It's my birthday today. Does that mean we can all have desserts? Freaking junkie ex-girlfriend, man. Just doesn't. Just so... She's so freaking gone. She doesn't even know what she's saying or how she sounds. It's awesome. I think just because it's my birthday, that means we can all have free desserts, huh? It's like, yeah, let's give it a shot, babe. Yell it out, babe. We're in Red Lobster. Yell that shit out. See if we can all get free dessert. Jeff, why not? Now, some people ask me, all, well, let's go to some questions in the back. Questions in the back. This one comes in and it says, Bling, if you, pe if you want people to take your podcast seriously, how come you do this stuff at the end? Or just how come you act all goofy and, and like make an ass out of yourself and have your unique listeners go away 
and then you can start complaining and then you take it all serious and get those unique listeners back. And then you get a couple serious episodes, a couple of good episodes, and then you get all goofy and dumb again. And like they leave. Why do you do that? Good question. That's a long question, but it's a good question nonetheless. Well, the reason why I do that is to make sure that this is my podcast and that it's like no one can take it away from me, right? That's sort of the idea here. And if, if I want it to be how I want it to be, then I'm going to do it the way I want to. So it'll be goofy and funny, or at least I'll try too hard to be funny at times. And it, that ends up being funny or sad. Frog sounds galore. I'll make, I'll make frog sounds the rest of the time. Give me a drink. Give me my drink. Thirsty, I'm making frog sounds. Now give me my... I don't know which one's even cold now. That's over here. And I'm trying to do it right in the green room now. It's like, oh... Well, I, it's not gonna it's not gonna have the same effect with just one host, right? You need to have a back and forth, you need to interview people. Like I'm I'm doing it just because it's entertaining for me to listen to my own voice. <laughs> and I think there's times when I start laughing at my I was like, oh that is funny. That was clever to say. Bling. I don't remember saying that. There's sometimes I'll listen to him be like, I don't remember saying that. Like where is that where did that word come from? Trembler? What was it called? Trembler? Where did that word come from? Yeah, I just do it for me. I think it's good. Because it, it certainly helped the way, my, the way that I read. I can actually read now. Before doing this podcast, starting this podcast, which was reading Wall Street Journal headlines, now I'm just basically doing the same thing with AP News. It's a content curator, not a content creator. Sort of. I'm creating content right now. Don't change. Well, you can change it if you want. We're in the third segment, so just go. Yeah, not yeah. You don't like it anymore. Don't listen to it. Doesn't hurt my feelings. It does though a little bit. Don't. You can keep actually tell all your friends. Keep listening and tell all your friends. That's what I meant to say. No, I had it backwards. I meant to say keep listening and tell your friends, not stop listening. Yep. Trying to do Kiefer Sutherland again. But not today. I'm too tired. I woke up kind of early and I couldn't go back to sleep. So It's cool. Like, I learned how to read. I didn't know how to read, really. Not. I mean, I knew how to read. I got you know, good grades and stuff. But, like, I've, I've just, through repetition of reading the same, the same stupid stuff over and over and trying to read it as fast as I can, I've learned how to read quickly. Yeah. And I hated reading. I still hate reading, kind of. Not like reading to get smart. Like the actual... You know people say they love reading? No, you don't. Oh, I love reading. I love books. I love to read books. Like Nobody loves to read books. It's like, don't try and fool me that there's an actual... I love reading books. I love to read. I'm a bookworm. Boo. Like you're a bookworm? Is that... But I don't... I hate to read. I hate reading. I and I like I like to read to learn. It's like I hate it. I'd rather just watch something. But sometimes it's like, well, how else are you going to learn? Like there's no other there's no video of it. I I don't watch YouTube as much anymore. I I genuinely think video will once like the war gets started, once things really start to get bad, video is probably going to go. No one's going to be able to afford internet or electricity. So it's going to have to be podcasting. I still believe that. Call me crazy. So that's why I'm doing it too. But like, I never was fast at reading. And my voice was probably really, really monotone and boring prior to this. You could probably, well, it's probably monotone and boring in the first few episodes. I tried to sound, sound energetic and enthusiastic though. Biofire, get it. When your boss says, fix it. Biofire commercial, for one, for example. Spontane- latest and spontaneous combustion technology. Get it for when your boss says fix it. Yeah, good old days. I still you know, had a place to live, a place of my own. Had a lot of promise. Just like, just had just gotten fired. Had just gotten fired from the law firm job that I had for for fake stalking. Thanks. No, I'll never have let it go. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Biofire, get it for when your boss says fix it. It was funny, I thought. That's right.
That's good. That was a long time ago. And now I'm, yeah, I'm trying to do it just to learn, to teach myself how to talk and read still and fast. The faster, the better, in my opinion. So that's kind of, that's the fast typing, which I wish I had. Freaking type, freaking keyboard. Oh man, damn it. I can't think about that stuff either. My belongings, I can't like computer stuff. Freaking good, freaking bugs me. Because that's like what I would have, I don't know. No, I can't talk about it. Well, no. Um, how much time? Yeah. Should I talk about it? My computer stuff? Well, it's like I would have, it's hard to explain, man. Because I like, I tried to salvage as much as I could instead of just leaving it behind. Because I was going to leave it behind and there goes the security deposit, right? Like, well, the security deposit was gone anyways, but not for me trashing it, just for me, like, not being able to afford rent because of all the shit that happened since eBay started back in April. Yes, broken record time. (laughs) Damn it. But, like, I would have taken that stuff with me. That's why it was there. And it's, like, it's it's not in my storage unit, and it's, like, still kind of in a limbo part, and I don't know when I'm going back to Utah exactly. And so it's just all so freaking hectic and, like, gives me a headache. Because some of it, yeah, is good. So, like, it's, some of it, it's, like, I wanted to... I, I don't know, a lot of it I kept as, like... Or I wanted to keep as, like... Just something like professional things because I graduated, right? And like, yeah, it's a little gift to myself. And like, it just it kept falling, like dwindling away all my belongings. And then I was like, dude, I don't like, this is all I got left. I was like, okay, I'm keeping at least this one. And this, trying to resell them at least. And then not just freaking gone. It's like, no. I just want to freaking throw something. Because it's like, the, it's like, oh, it's like nagging at me. It's always on the back of my mind, and it's like, it always brings back this idea of starting over. It's like, now you gotta start over again. Like, start over again, again. It's like, when am I done starting over here, you know? But whatever, like, I'm, I, I have plans here, so I know what I'm gonna do from here on out, and uh, it's just frustrating at times to be in a different state from all of your stuff. Like, have just, yeah, sure, I could probably talk someone into taking me to the store and buy some clothes or, like, thrift store or something. Or even on Amazon. Just come buy me a bunch of freaking dresses on Amazon. A bunch of girl clothes. Dresses, and then I'll start... Yeah, just a bunch of dresses. It's not cheap dresses, I don't know. Like, hurry up. When I shouldn't publish. <laughs> but it's fine. Like, I can do laundry. I'm. It's fine. I've got a few pairs of jeans. Like, it wasn't totally marooned out here. I got some sock, new socks, actually. I was marooned out here, but... Okay, it's not freezing ass cold, so I didn't die. My fingers still kind of hurt. It's like, yeah, looking at the bright side, sure, you know, it's still alive, okay. But, you know, what's the point of being alive sometimes if it's, everything's just constantly struggling uphill and battling, clawing your way out? Just like, I give up. You know, everything's a bunch of effort and it just like falls flat in the end. It's like, yeah, I quit. Quit this. F this ass. No, I'm still trying to go out. I just, there's just some. Some stuff that's just keeps, I just, yeah, every, all my belongings, like, keep dwindling off. I quit, lose them here, I lose them there. Even that pillow and stuff with, like, being sleeping bag homeless, it's like, that's a good pillow. And then in between then, I had another kind of bed set up at a different place, and just in case there's a place to stay in, like, I was like, oh, they, they, I got rid of it. I was like, no. Like, okay, there goes my, like, I don't know. I was like, okay, well, there goes my pillow and all this other stuff. And, like, the little mattress thing that I had is, like, a day bed kind of thing. Um, Yeah, shit sucks, man. Because I was like, well, why did I bring it over here then? Like, you guys said it was cool. I could just throw it away. Okay. Like, that was new. That was good. Um, I lost two pillows. Yeah, my two pillows and, like, stuff that's not anyone's fault but my own. And it's like, yeah, I still had to leave them behind. Even my sleeping bag, like, bag sleeping bag bag the bag for me like lost that somewhere um next to the orthopedic center but man just what a shitty time and what a just and it's like losing stuff my had to leave behind a lighter that i really just all my stuff like my nice lighter like that's it's like i like it i like that lighter just it's uh 
like not lucky but it just i like having it in my pocket i like knowing i have it on me like it's a comfort thing it's therapeutic it's my therapeutic lighter i need it it's my therapeutic se dupont lighter but it reminds me of better days and i just like the way it feels it's a little piece of art and it's tiny it's small so it fits in your pocket and i miss that lighter i lo- i thought i lost it anyway so at least i know where it's kind of at but it's just stuff like that like getting on the plane you lose something almost lost my knives like it, it sucks but yeah it's part of it, it whatever but it just freaking gets like just nags at me still like it's like oh you could have just all you need is this oh you just do this that's it's just it's frustrating i think it, more than anything it's not the end of the world no it's whatever we'll work through it we're making it all back anyway like it but it's just like i wish i'd be more comforted if i just had it back I guess that's all it is. Or just had some of it back. Like, even I, I remember the sleeping bag bag when I lost that. I was like, I'll come back and get it. There's a jacket next to the university football field out there, I think. And I was like, I'll come back and get it. I'll, I'll come back and get it. I, I like that jacket. I'm going to come. My, those jeans and those in that jacket. Just trying to let them. I was like, I got rained on the entire day. The jacket was soaked. And so were my jeans. Yeah, sure, I could have gone on the dry cleaner or the laundromat, but okay with what money like i'm sleeping back homeless and like everything is important like every freaking quarter or nickel and dime is important um and so yeah i lost like just a nice jacket that i had for years and some jeans that i had for yeah a little while it sucks there they go like there's i don't know like a 100 bucks worth of clothes like new that's what i spent probably on the probably 60 dollars in the jacket and 30 or 40 on the jeans so there you go yeah say 100 i don't just have to leave it behind it's frustrating it's like well when i go back i'll check and it's like it's hard man when you're carrying everything with you um it's hard to do like to go back somewhere when you have yeah people are following you they can zapped everywhere it's weird man oh lake was weird there's so many weird experiences there especially next in that target target parking lot um that morning was it november i don't even know who cares um that was weird though and like that happened there's no way i imagine that there's no way like the guy's like you're dead you're dead and like i was like oh geez like he's freaking out it was strange it was strange and um there's nothing that could ever change my mind about that like you just imagined that he wasn't really freaking out it's like no he totally was like i know what i saw i know what i experienced but yeah it's just my word and maybe there's some surveillance video who knows but there was experiences like that just so weird it's like get me out of here like i'm not coming back here let's go and there goes that like you you gotta leave it behind there's your sleeping bag or there goes whatever that miserable night the first it was like november 3rd or something i started getting rained on at like 4 a.m it's like oh shit like i didn't even think about rain or snow really just out there in a sleeping bag i certainly didn't think about rain at the time yeah going to sleep and like the rocks smelled but not like urine or anything the rocks just smelled like um like artificial or some sort of paint or something there's a strange smell and i hated that smell but i fell asleep there anyways not really thinking about it i remember like looking up head overhead like laying my head down on my pillow that night i still had my pillow back then and i was like yep like just looking at the sky you know the stars and stuff and it still wasn't freezing cold and i got all cuddled up and then just 4 a.m yeah it was like wet face I was like, what the hell's going on? I was like, oh shit, it's raining. It's and it's cold. And then it like just got cold that it just was freezing. And I was like, it's raining. We can, maybe we can ride it out. And I kind of fell back asleep a little bit. And then it was raining, <laughs> like wet rain. I was gathering everything. And everything's all drippy. It sucked. That sucked. That was the third night or something. Dude, that sucked. I remember being in the, in the, um, parking garage in the corner i was like on the fifth floor or something the fifth fifth or sixth level and i remember like taking my pants off and stuff because they were wet 
and like taking my socks off and just taking everything off because it was wet. But I was like cuddled in my sleeping bag. I wasn't naked or anything. I still had like, long, what do you call them, long johns or like, I don't know. But everything was wet and it was miserable. My, my pillow was wet and it was raining still. And I came in, came in, there's like students going, getting to class at like 5.30, 5. It's just super early. I was like, I'm going to go on as many levels up as I can to avoid students coming to like whatever. I was going to try and park as close as I can to the building first. And so I was like, get as far away as you can on the parking garage, but like get out of the rain, man. And so I'm just cuddled up in the corner, kind of in the corner, because I don't like going, you can't, don't go in corners because that's where everyone like pees and stuff but higher up less people pee but like yeah that's always just gross and um yeah this is in the corner of this uh parking garage and freezing I was so cold and the wind was blowing oh man i was trying to dry everything out the cars would pull up and i was like how do i like present myself as not threatening or not a threat. I was like, I don't think there's just, there's no way you can. You just look like a homeless creep over there. And yeah, you know, it's a creep, yeah. I've been known to be a creep. Freaking super creep. Hey everyone, I am super creep. I'm a creep. Hi, super creep. Yeah, there's a creep in the corner over there, all black and green hair, green blonde weird hair, dripping wet, yeah. A pillow and everything in hand still kind of just like damn like this is nuts and then i was like well let's go get drunk let's go you know get these quarters together so we can buy some beer here really quick like what the hell else am i gonna do i love like i love like keystone light in the morning i love it now, hey, hey hey everyone i worked like 13 hours yesterday everyone, everyone chill I love it in the morning. I can still function as like in society. <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, it's like, I gotta go, but it was raining. I was like, I'm not gonna carry around this pillow. I love this pillow. That's why I have it with me. It's so comfortable. It's huge. It's a king size, like hotel pillow type thing or something. And I was like, yeah, I can't carry it with me, especially not in the rain. Like even if I wanted to keep it, it's gonna get wet. And then it's just all so soggy and soppy and like, it's like heavy. It's already heavy enough as it was. And I was like, I got to leave it behind. Just put it in between some bars. And I was like, it's, I was like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. And it was just right there. It's downtown still, but I never went back for it. And it's like, that was a good pillow, man. But that's like my, my own choice. I had to leave it behind. Like I had to throw it away, you know? I had to get, or I, I had to lose it. So it's not really blaming anyone. It's just like the whole, like it just nags at me. Like all this stuff that I worked for and everyone's like, oh, you got to earn your stuff. You got to earn it. It's like, yeah, I've already done this, you know? I've already earned it a few times. And it's like, I got to do it again now. Okay, great. Like, yeah, fine. Okay. Like, that sucks. What's the point? Like, I'll just be homeless then. And that's what basically, yeah. Here I am, though, earning it again. But this time, this time is different. Because I've got, I'm planning on getting out of this rat race. And that's. Uh, by, and still being alive, you know, just seeing the world, seeing the at least the United States, and just getting away from big cities. I think COVID, no, just getting getting out of here, man. But it's gonna take a, a little bit, hopefully. I mean, if I can even pull it off, I suck at saving money, and I suck at being like methodical with um, like living situations, at least for the time being. It happens. I have some, you know, it's worked out before a couple times, but. No, it's like, I need a place to live. And if that means like my own place, but I also need a car or some transportation, it's like, okay, buy a van. That way you have a place to live and you have some transportation. It's like, yeah, okay, that's like a double whammy. And so that's, that's the goal, but I've never, you know, I've never done that. I should have last year when I was doing all right, I probably really should have. But I remember thinking, well, with inflation going up and used car prices going up, because they were like, yeah, it was ridiculous. The, the used car prices, I still should have bought it. But um, yeah, I just remember thinking like, I'll just wait till it goes down. I'll be fine. Buy another one, buy a better one. Or just keep looking and I'll find a deal. Yeah, and then everything started unraveling by, in April. But um, yeah, it's a, good, it's a good way out. Buy a van that works, a Toyota, what, Toyota Sienna? Or just a Toyota and just get the hell out of here, go.
good van, something good. Toyota is probably what I'll, I'll end up getting, but uh, if I, unless I can find like a good diesel powered something. Um, yeah, it's crazy to think like, okay, that is the plan this time. And that I can actually pull it off. There's like, what are my, my belongings and stuff? I can just pay for the storage unit still. And then as long as I can, and just like try and come back and get it and put it in the van. Like it, it makes sense, but just nobody wants to entertain the idea of like living out of your van. This doesn't sound appealing to people for some reason. Like to me, I'm like, I can't wait. Like, I'm looking forward to getting out of here. I can, there's no question whether or not I can survive like in the cold or in the wilderness and whatever. Like I've slept on the side of the mountain pretty much, man. It was crazy. It was just all windy and cold, but the ground was frozen. I remember the leaves were frozen and they're all rigid. And I was like, am I on a rock? Like, am I sitting on a rock or what the hell? And I moved the sleeping bag over and like, I kind of was like, is this a rock? And like, it was leaves, just leaves that had bunched up kind of in a point and then we're just frozen solid. It's like broke those, chipped those, chiseled them loose, <laughs> chiseled those loose. And then I think I ate some popcorn that night. And I remember dropping a bunch of popcorn. I was so freaking hungry and just shoving it in my mouth. And a bunch of it was dropping on the ground. I, was, I heard it raccoons that night. And I was like, shit. I was like, I got all this popcorn in my backpack and all this popcorn on the ground. And I was like, these raccoons are going to come. I, I think a couple beer cans. I had not opened the beer that night. It was that cold. I didn't even drink a beer before. I couldn't even open them. I'd walk back. And uh, I was so tired and worn out. And I just was like, yeah, I'm going to sleep here on the side of the mountain. I'm going to ditch these cars and go to the side of the mountain really quick. And I was so worn out. And uh, the raccoons, I could hear them kind of down in this little valley area. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, they're going to come up here, they're going to smell the popcorn, and I'm going to have to, like, I don't know. It's like, I, not that raccoons attack, it's just, if I if it startles me in the middle of the night, and there's just raccoons right there, and plus the raccoons spread diseases and shit, like, and we just wake up, and there's a raccoon, I'm like, oh shit, and I, they they freak out, and I freak out, like, it it, would, it could suck. Or if they get bit, get rabies, and die, get, get rabies, and just go nuts. I remember it was just like, I woke up that morning. I was like, damn, I can probably sleep anywhere now. Like that was a rough one. And even with the, the, the water, the rain, sleeping in the church or next to the church rather for the night, like, yeah, if I can make a dam out of a freaking ski jacket and another freaking towel and stuff and survive the freezing rain, like it was cold that night and it was uh, hypothermia, I think was had, like, I was cramping up. I couldn't move. And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm going to freeze to death. And I was like, that's when I was like, dude, what a lame way to die. I was like, no way. I was like, no, I'm not going to freeze to death. Like I'm going to try and avoid freezing to death. If, if, if there's anything I can do, avoid freezing, die some other way. But yeah, freezing to death would be lame. But I think that's what that non-lethal weapons. Yeah. It's interesting. In this in this episode, I talked about that captain, that police captain, who was who's was killed or has died. I guess you could say the the article said there's no signs of foul play. It's just someone died, and like it's it's very that story is interesting to me because what she got arrested for trespassing where now, like. It's a very strange story with the police captain or yeah, right? It's a captain, commander, I don't know. It was just yeah, the first time I read the story, I didn't know the details until I read it. And it's just like weird shit, man. Dying without any signs of foul play. It's like, yeah. If someone hates you enough or if there's something going on, they can hire people, man. If it's like a police sort of organized crime thing, it's like she's trespassing. <laughs> get a, get enough people together, you can ha- probably kill someone. And make it look like it's just yet died in her sleep. It's an interesting story to me because it says there's no signs of foul play. And I'm like, okay, but she probably died in her sleep or where, where, you know, where she found She was in the bed. That to me would be suspect, man. Something. If you can't trace it back to microwaves or whatever else, if it just doesn't leave any damage at all, it's like, damn, like that's assassin type shit. 
who knows how she died? I, it's all speculation, but um, different things like that I'm pretty sure exist these days. And I think that's pretty much what I experienced and was experiencing, like trying to be killed in my sleep. But you figure out how to ditch these things and look out for them. And yeah, you can survive. That's cool. Like I'm so, I'm way, I'm so hyper aware of like my surroundings now. It's nuts. And I, so like, I feel way more confident going into stores, uh, just going anywhere, interacting with people. Like I'm not, not that I was afraid, I guess before, but it's just like, uh, I just know I can handle myself and I'm not afraid to like, get your, get your dog. Don't get the dog. I'm not afraid to like whip my knife out and be like, get away, get your dog. And if it, it's just self-defense, like, yeah, it's going to suck filling up paperwork, talking to police, having this explain myself, they're all interior. Like, why'd you stab the dog again? It's like, this dude would not get the dog. It's coming toward me. Like, I'm, like you guys shoot the dog's shit. So me stabbing the dog's not it's just self-defense, dude. And it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy thinking, like, I, I was willing to deal with that because these people were just like, adamant about getting close to me it was weird like who lets their dog approach a homeless person and then the homeless person pulls out a knife and then you just casually like okay i'll get the dog it doesn't it seems surreal that type shit i'll get the dog then i'll get the dog thanksgiving morning it was the same thing big like poodle looking thing giant schnauzer something comes like kind of prancing over i'm like get your dog hey get your dog get your dog and then like, get the dog the dog ran off dude it was nuts and he just whispered something i was like holy shit like i didn't even have the knife out or anything i was like jeez what the like what is going on the suburban drives off like what the hell man as i i moved to one side of the building like I don't know, people out there are not good. There's a weird zapping. It was just a strange zapping. Giving Kit like microwave alive. Yeah, man, it's it was that was an experience, man. So many weird stories like just Yeah, raccoons and I was like, I hope I'm not on like deer poop. I always I always like was worried about poop like putting my sleeping bag like dog poop, all like all of it whatever poop whatever type of poop i was always duck goose to human like i didn't want it's disgusting right so i'd always go away from places with a ton of people to sleep mostly and um i learned that you had to keep moving you couldn't sleep in the same place for two nights otherwise you you probably would get microwaved because then they'd build up like an arsenal of them and they get them close to you and just park them there. And then you show up for the night and yeah, you're dead. So I learned to just early on to go to the woods usually. Was it even colder and windier sometimes? Man, I, I sleep in, try to sleep in this little ravine area, but then they figured out that part. <laughs> even caught them there at that, yeah the Shire and shit, like, wow. If you guys listen to this podcast, lots of episodes. I, I talk about the Shire a lot back then. Yeah, they kind of infiltrated there and had these things in the ground. Like, it was nuts, man. And it's not just made-up stuff. Like, there were actually, like, tubes or, um, yeah, like, PVC pipe-looking things sticking out of the ground. I tried to kick one because I thought, okay, some kids dug this or did whatever. I'll end it but it didn't move. It didn't budge. I kicked it. It was all rigid and it just didn't move. So I don't know how you would even wreck it or get rid of it or even what it was. I'll never know. But anyway, I had some recording issues here. I'll redo it. So if I repeated myself, if you guys hear two versions of this at the end, there's just so much weird stuff that happened at, at being sleeping bag homeless. Like so much weird stuff and so many people just people see straight through you or look straight through you like you don't exist sometimes and that yeah that that hurts that's like like come on like i don't know we're, we're human beings here like just at least give me like a head nod or something 
And they didn't have headphones. Yeah, anyway, anyway. It's just like being ignored completely. It's, it's not, some people just do not care about, and I don't mean in a, in a bad way, they just don't actually care. They're not bad people, I guess, necessarily, but they just absolutely, you got problems? They're still trying, everyone's got problems. They're trying to make their way to the top. So, anyway, if you enjoyed it, homeless bag, home, old bag stories, tell all your friends. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are close to click time. found my cash app card on the nothing i just found my cash app card on the ground no big deal yeah i don't know where eh, eh, talking about losing my license last year yeah it's all freaking happened probably all these same pants i lost my license by probably all these same pants tell all your friends that's the keurig machine i don't know it shouldn't there it goes it's gonna start working now Oh, yes. Black gold. Texas tea. The Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies had a good song. This is going to be a good cup of coffee, I can already tell. It's a Keurig machine. What do you expect? I think it's almost done. I think it's almost done. Don't worry, everyone, I am hither. There's a, is there an empty freaking can in my jacket? Did I wash this jacket with a can of Keystone? It's a coat, actually, it's like a ski coat. Did I wash this ski coat with Keystone Light in it? I'm not sure, that, that I don't know. That I can't answer, I can't say. Um, is my sleeping bag still in? Okay, good. Well, all right. The makeshift vocal booth is like a little, it's a home away from home, and I've got a chair in here. I've got a nice, like, recliner, like, lounge chair. And what I was going to do was, uh... Eh. I was going to turn it into a little something. You know, something, something special for me. Something nice. Something borrowed. You guys want to get into some of these Keystone Light saltines?